You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. It feels like forever since uh, that was played on the computers and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Look, I'm out of sorts already, and we're just starting. <laughs> it has it's, been a while. Yeah, it has been a long while. This is uh, DW here. This is Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. In studio with me, as always, Charles O'Toole. Hello, hello. Deagle Vendor. How's it going? We got a spot for Dan O'Drummond, but he's uh, in the midst of a meeting at the moment, so uh, he might join us, he might not. And then on the line, we've got uh, Matt Thomas, the... Manager of everything, Alberta soccer, right? The guru, the guru of Alberta <laughs> soccer. He's the guru of uh, coaching development, I believe. Is that not correct? Well, yeah, I know a little thing or two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a that's a that's a good thing to know. Good thing to know. Yeah. And yeah. I, I had to delve into uh, bothering Matt. Uh, well, this past week and, and a little bit more in regards to licensing. Something we'll touch base on a little later on in the show. We'll start things off, though, uh, giving a bit of an update. Like I said, it's a brand new year. We're 2020 now. It's uh, the last time we spoke. It was uh, 2019. June. And, yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't that far back. It wasn't that far back. I feel um, like I guessed person on here now well so I, long. I feel like a guest it, I, it took me an hour to set the thing up today i almost <laughs> forgot how to plug all this stuff in um we'll start with dd c- c- community wise what's the what's the hubbub how things been going and uh what's been the transition or well community's almost over we're almost into outdoor <laughs> <laughs> no all things serious everything uh we have been working with in the community program um is been firing off with uh you know great success I uh, want to give a big shout out again, like I always do, to Richard Espinoza. He is in our um, U4, U5, U6 grassroots program as a tech lead there. Uh, Richard and I work hand in hand, just uh, making sure we under uh, are under the same kind of process when it comes to the curriculum that we're providing for the little ones and, and giving some um, great feedback to our coaches about um, the process of the preferred training model and giving the opportunity for our coaches to deliver the sessions that we provide for them and also um, giving them a little bit of feedback as well through, throughout the, uh, the sessions and also connecting a little bit with the parents on, on a Saturday morning. So that's up and going, but like I said, we've got a couple of weeks left. Uh, feedback's been pretty great, uh, being in the stands talking to parents and they're enjoying just you know watching their kids play in some fun activities and, and then having a little game at the end, so it's great. Um, a couple things that we've got that have also uh, we've had on on deck that have uh, completed have been the Rise and Shine Academy mm-hmm. um, with the the little ones oh, on a co- Tuesday it's completed right it was it yeah ended last Tuesday was it last week yeah we had uh, we had dribble out there you know dribble, dribble out there, handing out certificates <laughs> to the kids so yeah it was it was great and if you didn't know this year um, this season we provided the the program for free so that's we, awesome hosted the program at Millennium Place on half of a field and myself and Dean Master Angelo was in there um the glue. Out. Yeah. The new glue. The, the new, new glue. glue. The new yeah. glue. Yeah. Um, Gorilla glue. Oh and, and hey, I must preface uh, preference uh, this uh, since Matt's on the line, Matt Dribble is a giant soccer ball who is the mascot of Sherwood Park. We had we had Dribble come out, uh, Matt, on, on the Tuesday, our final session of the the Rise and Shine Academy and um uh, they presented uh, some award, some certificates to our, you know, our two, three, and four year olds. 
Yeah, I've seen um, I've seen the the mascot. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it on. Uh, you posted it on Twitter, correct? Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. So that yeah. that's been that's been well received. That program there, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, Matt, it was it was uh, it's a free program that we put on this year. Um, for it's those, huge. yeah, it's massive, right? So day program. Um, where we run from about uh, eleven till twelve o'clock in the morning, and parents come out with their with their kids, and they uh, uh, you know help them out in going through some of the different activities that we have. And it was uh, it was pretty well received. We actually got some feedback from a family that had triplets, and and you know they would never think to you know at that young of an age to put their kids into a program where you have got to pay a you know hundred bucks or one hundred fifty bucks per kid, and it was excellent to to have have a you know a touch with them as well and what a fantastic way to sort of introduce people to the sport and plant the, the seed to plant the seed exactly you know and for the district and the club it's uh it's 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 really good i i, I mean you must hear about it matt there's got to be other programs out there uh, similar to that uh in some of the other outline areas around the province yeah yeah and it, uh, it, it's just a joy to see because um, again it's, it's that foundation phase where kids are just coming in and they just want to have fun, and it's great to see organizations actually bringing it back to the forefront of the foundation, right? Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I love kudos to um, Sherwood Park and the organization, D, yourself, and all the, the fine coaches and organizers you have running that program, um, because, again, it's, without the foundation, nothing else exists, right? So, again, um, massive kudos to you all. Oh, appreciate yeah. that, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, some other things that we've got going on uh, was our academy program that we ran throughout the winter months, and that concluded last week. Um, it was interesting uh, this year. We had a great showing um, within the members that we had out at our academy program, and we were happy to, to bring in uh, an FC Edmonton player to be involved as well, too, Kareem Moses, who was at, a, at their academy sessions helping coach the kids. And it was exciting for them to to have a mentor of of his stature be involved um, yeah. and and coaching the kids. So that was that was good. Um, and Kareem's going to be joining us again throughout the, his time here in Edmonton while he's with the FC Edmonton and and giving back to our community. And we're excited to have him a part of of our our, our academy program. Oh, that's great. Kareem's a great a great one to have around uh, younger players and things. He's very very good with them and. Yeah, it keeps them involved, keeps them smiling. Yeah, it's good, and I think we want to make sure that we, uh, you know, do our job as well too to promote FC Edmonton within our region. Um, we need to make sure that we get those those seats filled, and and if uh, players like of Kareem stature can be involved in some of the programs in the outline yeah. areas like Sherwood Park. I think that it could work hand in hand for putting bums in those seats at well, uh, FC games. It's an integral part of uh, of of having a pro team in your uh, your area is to make sure that you support it. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, there's nothing I, I liked better than to be able to get your players an acknowledgement of, of, uh, of the pros that are going on and bringing them into, uh, scenarios that they can see what the pro level's like and, and, uh, where we can actually, you know, go with, just gives them something to, yep. to attain and, and try and get their themselves to. Yeah, it gets it gets them excited as well too, right? I mean, they they get to have a build a little bit of a relationship, you know, have some you know fun jokes here and there, and yeah, and then get some good mentorship, and you know, they're they'll go back home and hopefully say, hey, mom, can we can we go check out an FC match? So, 
uh, that was kind of the some of the reasons why we wanted to, to have somebody uh, from the FC Edmonton uh, program come in to, to work with us. And uh, so we can also give back as well from our community to yeah. FC Edmonton. Yeah, and, and it's... Uh you know, it's fantastic as far as the programming and stuff goes. And then on my side of it, the shots and stops, we've probably got another three weeks left in that program. And it's been gangbusters. I'm, well, I'm not surprised. I think it's a great thing to have for kids to just come out and shoot. I mean, if, if I had had a program like that where I could just shoot for an hour and get some training, get some help, and, and then just welly balls at the goal That's or the goalkeepers. Part. It is the most fun. The most fun. So, Gangbusters. Gangbusters. Oh, hey. Hey. The, Look who walked the, in. There's a bit of a ghost voice here, Matt. Uh, yeah, our friend Dan O'Drummond has walked into the building. Matt, how you doing, buddy? How are you? Good. I didn't even know you're on right now. We were all just chatting. I didn't even know Matt was in yet. So. Oh no no no! Hang uh, on. Let, let me. Sorry, Matt. We were chatting. You, oh, you just walked in. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah. Anyways, the show can go on. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, it is Dano's show. It really, it was in 2000. It was in 2019. It's it's 2020 now. I'm, I'm taking the reins back. I think. Um, yeah. Um, no, yeah, but the Shots and Stops, which you're involved with as well, D. Yeah, it's great. You know what? The Shots and Stops program is so, it's just, the kids get the opportunity to be in an environment where there's absolutely zero pressure for success. They totally. just get to be out there for an hour and, and you know, we played some fun games and last uh, last week we played a, a shooting activity uh, that was revolved around a tic-tac-toe game that we, that we set up and... Um, I've never seen kids run so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun to watch. And, uh, you know, same thing from the goalkeeping perspective. I mean, it, there's no pressure on the goalkeepers. We just try and go through a bit of technique in the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the session. And then it's 45 minutes of stopping the ball. So yeah, uh, you can't, you can't ask for, for and, it, for any better. And you guys do such a good job setting it up D dubs and, um, you know, making sure that everybody's, you know, welcomed and, and the coaches are there. And it's, it's really, it's really fun to be a part of it. It's one of those things where I, where if I'm, I'm working or I come into work, I just got to show up and get a group of kids and it's, it's easy. I don't have to worry about who's running where, cause you guys do such a good job. So. Oh, well, thanks, man. That's, yeah. that's good. Um, Phoenix side of things. Any sort not of... Not done yet. Oh, come hang on. on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry, Matt. I'm back in the bus up here. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've yeah. jumped the come gun on, on some on We've some got stuff. a couple other things that we've been... Had some initiatives we've been um, working with in our, in our community program as well, too. So um, there is a transitional phase that we have within our U9, U10, U11 age groups in Phoenix where we still want to pot uh, potentially identify... Uh, kids that we can transition into the uh, Junior Phoenix program. So um, collectively, we worked on um, delivering what we have called the Junior Phoenix Exposure Camp over the over the Christmas period, um, just to be able to reach out to parents and and players and get them involved who are have been identified as forging ahead within our community program who potentially not sure if they want to be involved in the competitive um, competitive side of our program or not so we we collaboratively worked on, on on having that so we had our first and I think it's going to be an annual uh, an annual program yeah. that we do over 
the Christmas period and all four of us uh, were out there. I was there. just going to say all four of us were there and I, yep. and I have to say it seemed pretty, uh, Dano and, and Charles, um, had more of a chat with the parents, uh, pool of, of, of people that showed up there and that looks pretty engaged. It looks like you guys had to do some talking there as far as people asking questions, which is always brilliant to have the questions. Asked. We did a whole song and a dance. So that <laughs> was, uh, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know I who was Fred Astaire, know, by the way. I was going to say we know who Ginger was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but so it was a bit of an eye opener for the parents as well because they didn't realize they had been heard and hearing all these rumors that oh, it's five days a week when you join the Phoenix program. So uh, Dano and myself just spoke to them, gave them the rundown of what it's going to be like, and they were and the changes that we've made for the outdoor season too. Right. So yeah, yeah. No, there's a good amount of buy-in, which is great. And and, and I mean, and we're quickly approaching the whole outdoor season. Yeah. Um, now, is there much of a transition for you, Matt, uh, making that switch from more of an indoor phase to an outdoor phase? Does it ramp things up for you or is it just, okay, I'm switching from, uh, you know, indoor uh, fields to outdoor fields. Is that all it is? No, it, it definitely does because, uh, you know, you've got, whether it be the new batch of coaches that are coming through that, you know, come outdoor, they've got to have certain, you know, level by a certain time. Or um, or just mainly, you know, people have more time uh, to pay for, especially in the evaluation. People have more options on the outdoor compared to indoor to to get the evaluation done because obviously indoor the fields and facilities cost more, right? So you we see uh, uh, you know quite a whack in in the change going from one to the other, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, we're gonna actually take our first break here. Um, yeah. when we come back, we're going to have a, a little bit of a discussion. We're going to go, Oh, actually, are we going to, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> sorry, people are gesturing at me and I'm just trying to decipher what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a gesture I can't really comment on, but, uh, um, <laughs> we will, be, we'll be right back. We're, we're, we're going to talk, touch base in the Rex program and we'll touch base with the, uh, the new Alberta youth soccer league. That's uh, going to be fired up here in the spring. Uh, we'll do all that. And when we come back, you're listening to soccer talk in the park, the official podcast of the Sherwood park district soccer association. We'll be right back. This episode of soccer talk in the park is sponsored by icon experience photography, the SPDSA's official photographer. And we are back. This is Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. As smooth as silk. Got that one right off the bat. My tones are. I just felt like yelling at the end there. Sorry, guys. That was pretty good, though. It, it wasn't it? Yeah. And really, after not doing it for you know a few months, uh, it's, it's you, a few, it just rolled off the tongue off. very well. I tell you, I, I think it's to do with all the kraken that's sitting on the table here. The kraken. The kraken. That's <laughs> right. Dark rum for everybody. Um, no, not at all. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding that we don't drink in here. Um, so let's slip into a little of the Rex program. R E X. What does it stand for? Regional Excel Program. There you go. <laughs> well, that would be Rep, not Rex. No, it's, Excel. X is Excel. Yeah, I'm, I'm just Regional yeah. Excel. Yeah, or something like that. Um, so Matt, we've been doing this now since. When did we start it? October? October, yeah. October? Yeah. How are you, yeah. how are you feeling? You and uh, Mr. Sean Lother are one of the uh, top guns, or as I like to call them, Lother. Mm. Um, 
so you guys are the ones that have uh, been going on. Myself and D have joined in and helped you out there. How, how do you feel that's going? How, have you enjoyed it? Are you, are you uh, enjoying it? I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, you cannot not enjoy it when kids constantly inspire you daily to be the best you can be. So I've, I've totally enjoyed it. Um, one of the greatest things has been to get to know each child, each, you know, I always say child before player, um, individually. Um, I think we have nearly 28 kids there, but to actually put the time in and get to know them over the past couple of months has been another a joy as well. Um, characters um, from different walks of life, and that it's just been great. So, yeah, that's where my enjoyment comes from. Um, I'm watching them grow as, as, as children, as players, um, and grow within their game as well, right, individually. Uh, their skills, their know-how, their savvy you know, so it's been a, a journey, um, but an enjoyable one. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I'll vouch for that as well. And and I won't speak for D, but uh, it's amazing. You talk about characters, just the different personalities that are involved, and how each uh, each person is on on off the field is 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 pretty unique and 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 quite an interesting thing, especially when you start to get into the different levels of how they do things and how they want to do things and uh, what their thoughts are and how to attain certain levels and stuff. It's uh, it's a very interesting thing and fun to be around. Yeah, and totally, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And, and, you know, just trying to break the silence sometimes, you know, when you're, when you're a coach, you might not have that, that interaction and, but trying to break that and, and give them different ways to interact with each other and stuff like that. I think it's been great to watch, uh, Matt, Sean and the other coaches that are involved, you know, be able to bring that out of them. And so it's been inspiring to, to see as well too. Yeah. Um, now lots of games coming up and, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that we'll have to do some kind of a report cardy type thing as we get towards the end of the season. It ends in uh, in April as far as the uh, the Rex programming goes, um, and then everyone's back to their club teams for the bulk of the outdoor. Um, I guess to be some some of the players will be no, they're younger than PDP age, aren't they? Or they're older than PDP age. There's some part time players that are the PDP age, but majority of them are are older. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mean, looking forward to uh, seeing where things go as as, as far as that concern. And Matt, Matt, do I, I got a question for you. Do you do you see the Rex program continuing on for the next two or three years, or is this uh, about a youth license uh, going to affect the Rex program? I have no idea. Um, I think the person who, who could answer that would be uh, Jordan Stewart, who, who actually runs the uh, player development program mm. um, and is in charge of Rex. So, yeah, he, he would be the best person to answer that question. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's mm. that's something we can do. We can always have Jordan on. Jordan's a, a big fan of uh, fast-forwarding through our shows, so um, <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely have him on and uh, have him talk a bit about... Uh, I bet you those shows he doesn't fast-forward to. <laughs> no, right? probably not, probably not. But we can definitely talk about uh, intake and, um, you know, whether the program is... is of, of such a, a such a level that it's going to be sticking around. I would assume it would be because the national programming... Um, has a, an under 15 and an under 17 slot for players and teams. So my, my thoughts would be to, you've got to draw from somewhere. And if the provinces don't have programs like the Rex um, or, or the, you know, the FC Edmonton programs, which is, I guess, the, the, the boys side of things, 
uh, although that one's changed slightly now too, uh, at least up here in the north. Um, I'm not even sure how they do it now. How do, is there an Excel program down in the in Calgary? Do you know, uh, Matt? Yeah, yeah. And that's the white cap program, basically, is it not? No. Are you are you talking about is it a meaning what we're running here in the north? Yeah. So, like the girls' program is the Rex program that we run here. The boys. Yeah, and there's one in the south as well. And there's one in the south as well. Now, is there a boys' equivalent to that? Because there used to be in the north and isn't now. Um, no. Is is there one in the north for or in the south for the boys? No, I think they've got a different uh, different uh, pathways there. Um, yeah. Again, Jordan would be the best to talk to that. Yeah. Um, but I, to my understanding, the white caps are there. But again, um, that would be Jordan to kind of give you the the meat and potatoes on that and where that's come from and where that might be going. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. We, we you know, Rex is. Something we, we will bring Jordan on and have him on eventually, and, and we'll talk a little bit about it to uh, get the, the lowdown on what his thoughts are. But, but uh, licensing, what have we got coming up in the wonderful world of licensing? I, I happen to have the privilege of being in Matt's office uh, uh, before Christmas and again after Christmas. And I remember the before Christmas one looking at your calendar board and how fast it was filling up with C license. Uh, that you have to run around the province and and perform and to <laughs> to evaluate people. Uh, how's that going? And uh, you know, what's life like for you in the licensing world? Oh, it's, it's great. Um, we're, we're getting ready again for another. Uh, uh, we, we say crazy, but mainly fun should be in front of that. I'm just going out and supporting coaches. Um, and what we mean by support is, you know, whether coaches are coming under courses that we're. Um, we've got running around the province or um, they've, they've gone through the course and we're continuously supporting them. Um, even the ones that have gone past the course or done that course became certified, still putting in that time to support coaches as well. So it's a exciting time. Um, so yeah, you're right. We're, you know, C license, C license on the license extreme. Um, we're now filling up with uh, a lot of our district members um, filling in requests to host um, whether it be an active start fundamentals or learning to train, soccer for life. Um, so those are starting to come in as well. Um, we do know down the pipeline, the, the active start, the whole community stream, active start fundamentals, learning to train, soccer for life will be going online um, with CSA. So there'll be no more uh, running it the way we are running it currently um, after 2020. Um, the only thing that Alberta Soccer will be doing alongside the districts will be to run uh, those uh, the field portions of the community stream. But oh. everything else outside of that will be online. I think that'll be, so that I think you'll get more people involved in that now because they won't have to take time off and they can do it on yeah. their own time. And yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a good it's initiative. A yeah, making it more accessible. Yeah. That's good. yeah. Great move by Canada Soccer. And again, it, it comes back to um, what makes sense but listening to your members and, and actually putting that time in sort of done that and hence why the, this is going to be nationwide, right? Yeah. So, so Matt, with those online courses, is there going to be video components, um, obviously of like demonstration and instruction that people are going to see rather than just reading through PowerPoints and whatnot? For which, the community stream? Yeah. No, there's no, because uh, we're going to be doing the field portion, right? Okay. The field portion we're still going to be doing live and direct yeah. in person, but the actual... You know the theory part is what they're going to be. They're going to have the the, the 
the beauty of doing in their own environment at home or wherever they are, right? At yeah. The computer. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. So, so how is how is it going to work for like provincial B and national B and national A then going forward? Is it it's going to be a video well, component as well? And yeah, um, the B nationals are looking at um, obviously twenty twenty one to become a, a CSA um, one license for the what the B one or B two would be one full B license, um, leading to then the the A and then the pro license, which uh, by twenty twenty one hopefully they'll have ready as well. Um, but obviously now with the youth, the child and the youth coming out, um, you know, they're looking at anyone who's staying within the youth um, division, coaching-wise, then obviously the child or the youth is great for you. Anyone who's going higher than that, say, um, college, university, that kind of thing, then that's why you'd carry on with your national B, your national B and your national A. Right. And then the pro license that comes out is going to be mainly for anyone working within the pro the pro environment, so whether that be CPL or MLS, right? Nice. So that's where uh, going forward, uh, where, what the stream looks like. Um, I will share as well that obviously um, the old days of applying for a course and just getting on now, what they're doing is streamlining who actually gets on the course. So if you're applying to be on a national B, um, you've got to be working in that environment to actually right. get on the course. Right. So that's going to be a big shift as well. Yeah, which is good because then you, you're getting the experience there. You're not just walking into a course and, you know, one a million chance that you pass it and all of a sudden you get your license, but you're not really able to coach at that level. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they are streamlining that now going forward. It's all, I think it's going to be great as well. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, again, the content you're delivering is relatable to the candidates that are in the room. Right. Matt, how would they, um, you know, the, the selection process, um, most of those positions at post-secondary, you, you know, you need the qualification. Um, you potentially might not be working in, in, in that environment. Um, how, can, how can you be streamlined or how can you be assessed to be a part of that national B or, or you know, or if you're not involved in, a, in, in the college environment? Well, I'm not the one who actually does the assessing, but what I do know is there obviously there's going to be some processes and plans that they have in place to go and go through that with the candidate. Yeah. Um, it's not just you send your resume in and that's it. There's obviously going to be different conversations and stuff like that, but um, I'm not part of the the processing, but I just, the overview is that's right. what they're going to do. They've got their, their strategic things that they're going to actually dive into to do that. So, yeah. I know back in the the older days with the NCCP more involved than they are now, um, people were getting those A licenses and their and their national tickets through the NCCP. They had to actually sign on with it was an either uh, an under eighteen team or higher, uh, and they had to be part of that program for at least a year in order for them to get that NCCP certificate. I mean, that was part of the, part of the, part of taking that course was making sure that you were working. It was a prerequisite for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It would be like, you know, someone applying to go take their pro license and they're working with four year olds. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adult, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's that's totally. pretty funny though. I, although it, it would be, I'd love to see uh, you know one one of those top end guys. Uh, I, I don't know if Mourinho could play could coach four year olds, but uh, it'd be an no, interesting conversation. And, and exactly, and that's what we talk about, right? It, it, it's finding it's finding what you're comfortable doing, and 
And then once you're comfortable doing it, are, are you eager enough or you, do you have that fire within you to step out of that and say, let me try something else? So, but not everyone, you know, has the, the skill set to go and coach any gender, any age, um, at any level. Um, that's the beauty of everyone being on a, a different journey at different times, no different to me being the coach of a, 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 you know, a bunch of players. They're all on a different journey, even though we're on the same team. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and it makes total sense, and and you and you see it from from the time uh, these three gentlemen in here are talking to coaches about coming in and working with a you know a U a U eight group or a U nine group, and the you know the trepidation of uh, of some of these people that are coming into it, not really sure if they want to do it, and then within a couple of years they're pushing to get a C license or trying to get their you know B level one, and and it's great to see that. It's great to see that growth and. And like you said, it's uh, it, it's definitely something someone has to have in them, um, and and that desire to push on and, and try and get to the next level. Yeah, yeah, because you you know you just even a, a, you could look at you know trying to in, inspire and empower someone who's a volunteer compared to someone who who's getting paid. You know, you might go about it different. They're both trying to do the same job, but you're going to have to go about it differently in how you. You know, you find out how do I inspire that person who's doing it volunteering compared to the one who's doing it getting paid, right? So, yeah. Um, that's when we always talk about diving into the individual and getting to know the individual and helping them along with what their fire is. Because once you know what their fire is, it helps you with them helping them along their journey. Because anything you're doing is related back to their why they're doing it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, mate. Love the, love the whole ideas and just getting to know a little bit more about what goes on licensing wise and uh, and all that sort of stuff and if anybody out there is thinking about uh licensing and 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 getting uh, themselves uh, a little bit higher skill level as far as their coaching goes you can uh, always uh, check out what's going on on the sherwood park district soccer association website we'll have information as far as coaching and how to get on with that as well as uh you can touch base with the alberta soccer association's webpage um, and tap into their coaching slash licensing uh, setup, and you know you can figure out where the courses are, when they are, the costs, all that sort of stuff. But something definitely worthwhile to to look into if you want to advance yourself as far as your your coaching goes. We're going to take our next break here. Um, when we come back. I have no idea. We'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe maybe we'll talk a little Alberta Youth Soccer League, uh, which is also known as the PDP in some realms, but uh, we'll figure something out. You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Uh, we'll be right back. This episode of Soccer Talk of the Park is sponsored by Icon Experience Photography, the SPDSA's official photographer. I had to throw it in there. Sorry. We haven't had a goat all day. This is Soccer Talk of the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Deep breath. That one wasn't as smooth, and, and you know, it just sometimes it's sure your show. You sure? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 2019, I, or okay. two thousand nineteen. Two twenty twenty. Now, I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I, when you're less ill, 
maybe yeah, maybe true. you can shift into uh, that's true. I'm in the background right now. The takeover position. <laughs> well, I see the seats have been shifted around in here a little bit too. <laughs> uh, I didn't put them up to it or nothing like that. Well, he's going to be gone for the next little while. Uh, so yeah, he's no, moving yeah. on up. Actually, Dan, why don't you let us know what's going on here? What where are you going? Or should we? Or is that something we shouldn't broach? I don't. I don't know. It's up to you. It's it's your show. No, no. I'm not thinking show wise. I'm thinking. Never mind. I, 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 I digress. But let's talk tops. What the <laughs> hell is tops? Everyone's asking. I'll tell you what tops is. It's it's tops. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other player pathway. It and is. It is another player pathway. We're talking university and college route now, aren't we're we? We're talking, yeah, university and college. So, uh, Kira McCormack, um, who is the owner of the Tops program, who runs ID uh, events uh, across Canada, um, and we are bringing her to Sherwood Park. Sherwood Park, baby, come on down. <laughs> yeah. So um, we've been in conversation with uh, Kira. You got to answer that, don't you? No, no he's dead. texting me on the, on the phone. The that man, Matt is on. The man, the man cannot. You got to have silent, man. It's like it's put it on silent. No, if I put it on silent, you're not hearing Matt. There's a way that you could put your text on silent. Matt, are you still there? <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> you should have just went and just went. No, no, I'm not there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue on, mate. Um, yeah, so we decided that we, Kira hosts uh, ID events across Canada, so we contacted Kira and wanted to bring out the uh, TOPS ID event uh, to Short Park in our backyard. So we are going to be, you know, involved just hosting the, the event. Everything's going to be run through the TOPS program with Kira McCormack, so she's going to be bringing in uh, university and college coaches from Canada and throughout um, uh, the States as well, too into Sherwood Park and there's going to be registrations for teams and and or individuals for the program and if you're looking for a, you know, a quality um, showcase ID event, to, yeah. ID event where it's a intimate environment you're not going you know you're not just traveling to a, a tournament and there's uh, you know 150 teams and you five know coaches. five coaches and you might not even get to see them yeah. where we're all at one location. Three or four fields are going to be used in, in Sherwood Park, all at one location. And the coaches that are going to come in are, are going to be involved, even running sessions and, and doing doing chats with the, with the players that are involved and really giving um, those who are interested, uh, not just from Sherwood Park. It's an event that uh, anybody across Canada can be involved in. So if you're in the Edmonton region, in Calgary, throughout the, the province, BC, wherever it is, you can be involved in this uh, in this uh, showcase. And, and we should actually let everybody know that this this is a showcase that actually takes place in Calgary uh, or has taken place in Calgary yes. before. And I think they're going to try and alternate back and forth. So Sherwood Park has stepped up to host it up here in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Calgary last year mm-hmm. where, where Tops ran, uh, ran this program. But, yeah, it's, Kira is a top, top-notch person. She's I, a top I, stop. I, I, she's a top. It's a top stop. No, it's not. Um, yeah, no. I worked with her as a pro with the Vancouver Whitecaps many moons ago, and uh, you know she she's a, a tenacious player as well as a businesswoman. So a um, bit of a chatty Kathy, but she's uh, on top of things. She's she's good. That's, that's Irish in her. It is. <laughs> she, she knows what she wants and she knows what she can do to help the players for sure because she's been through that's it. That's great. Yeah, she, yeah. Very she mentioned the age groups. She mentioned the age groups. Yeah. It's, it's going to be involved. 
Yeah, so right now I believe it's for 2003 born to 2005, Six. 2006 born players. Yeah. Um, I'll try, I'll be having a conversation with Kira uh, within the next 10 days or so just to see potentially if we can open that up to some of the 2002 girls as well, too, because they're still in that phase of being recruited uh, as well. So, um, and, I, and I think. I think part of that younger age group is more because the American universities yes. and the American coaches that come up will already have filled spots oh, totally. for next season. next season and even have partial slots filled for the season after that. That's yeah. how much they get stuck into. Uh, this is a good way for them to establish with the younger ones. Exactly. A rapport. So yeah. going forward, come the next couple of years, come graduation. And, and not taking anything away from the CIS coaches because they try and do the same thing if they can. Yep. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be spots open in Canadian universities that you're going to have a better chance of going to for those older players. Yeah, and and absolutely, and we're and, and we're even looking at uh, getting the local ACAC um, you know colleges and, and coaches that are that are involved to be out here as well too. I think that's going to be a big push because uh, everybody thinks that you have to be a top player. You know, you have to be the best of the best to, to get into a university or college program. And, and really, you don't know what a coach is looking for unless you're in front of them. Um, so we want to make sure that, you know, we give our players within the region and, and whoever else wants to be involved in the opportunity to um, have a program that's in their backyard. You know, if you don't have to travel far, go to Vancouver, Toronto, States, whatever it is, you, we're right here. Yeah. And we're... Our aim is to, to run a successful ID event. Yeah. Matt, just to let you know, too, or not even to let you know, I'm just a, a question for you. You've been to a couple of different provinces and worked within a couple of different provinces' programs. Do you get a ton of questions about uh, uh, secondary or post-secondary education for these kids? Do you, do you get uh, broached uh, a lot? Non-stop. Non-stop. Um, uh, yeah, if I could, I couldn't even put on my hand that now. It would be in the hundreds. Wow. Um, of, of parents constantly looking for information, constantly looking to sit down and talk um, and find out more. Um, yeah, there's a ton of uh, ton of information out there that people would like to know and, and be a part of, but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I don't... It, it's amazing when you sit... And you talk with some of these teams and, and you even, uh, you know, broach the subject of uh, their education beyond where they're at in high school or uh, and, and whether they want to go to a university. And they all, especially in the, in the, in the women's side of the game, uh, they all seem to want to go on to a university level uh, and maybe not necessarily play, but they want to go to a university level. So why not go to a university that you're where you're going to get an education, but plus you have an opportunity to play. And if you play, you have an opportunity to have part of your education paid for. Um, e even at the C CIS level or the Canadian, uh, what is it? Not CIS, it's U-Sport level. Uh, for the Canadian universities, there's money to be had, uh, you know, for, for, for players coming in. College level, same thing. You know, the ACAC level is, uh, there is some room for having part of your tuition covered. Uh, and what better way of doing it? I know for those for those ones that really want to go to the states, I'm just going to preface it by saying it's expensive to go to school in America. 
It just, it just is. It is what it is. So when you hear of, oh, yeah, you're going to get a scholarship for $80,000, and you're going to think, wow, that's a lot of money. It costs $100,000 to go to school there. <laughs> yeah. You could do the same thing in Canada for 20000 for four years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it's just expensive to go to school in the States, period. And, and let's be honest, unless you're going to an Ivy League school or one of the top, top-level schools, the education's not going to be superb, It'll be okay, but, um, I mean, if you want to go to the States, great. For the experience, it's great. But uh, if you want an education, wanna, you want to have a good soccer experience and come out of it with a degree that you're actually going to get a job in Canada, then you need to go to a Canadian school, I'm afraid. Or, or not afraid, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, even like touching on back what you were saying about the pathway as well, like uh, the CPL and U-Sport, at least on the boys' side anyway, now have a, uh, an affiliation where... The players can go right from U Sport and play in the CPL, but still return back to play in school in the fall. Yeah, that makes total sense. That's the way it should be. Yeah, which is which is a good thing. So it's another pathway for the players. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great initiative the CPL has for sure. Yeah, that. yeah, and I'll I'll touch base on just on on the the player who again I'll say it again and and I'll stress it is that if you are are looking to be in post secondary and you're of some quality, there will be or could be a place for you to play and it all just depends on on your decision of you know where you would want to play it there's schools throughout the court throughout the country that will take players in that want to play i know um there's more universities or sorry colleges coming into the acac um leagues so you know lakeland grand prairie of course has been there for a while fort mcmurray's been there for a while but there's other portages now in there so they're all all these places are going to be looking for players yeah, I, I, you know we should cycle back to the tops thing. There's a cost involved, or was there a cost involved for the for the tournament? Do you guys know <coughs> of, of, about that per yeah. player per, per player? Was there? So I mean, there's it, a cost involved. It, it'll be yeah. on the yeah. website. Yeah. You can. Look. I, I don't know what it was. I don't yeah, know. Whether we, I think around two fifty to two ninety five or something like that. Depends if it's an early bird or whatever. Something yeah, like but that's that around three hundred dollars. Now that that doesn't that doesn't only include the tournament. That includes part of the online thing too. Is um, or is that something yeah, separate? Yes, yeah, yes, they, it does. There's it a, there's a, a portal. portal. Yeah. yeah, so there's an online portal within TOPS that allows you access to all the different schools, both in U.S. and in Canada. Uh, and so and it allows those schools access to the players as and well, exactly. right? which is so, the biggest thing. Which is really reciprocal and makes a ton of sense from a, from a college standpoint and a, and a player standpoint, an athlete that wants to go to a university. And it, the portal allows you to see what the universities are like, what they offer outside of sports as well as in the sport. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a worthwhile venture. I, I think it's something that everyone's going to... Yeah, we actually worked with uh, Kira and Tops, and we helped develop our own within Sherwood Park guide for college applications as well uh-huh. to get into these schools. And it shows you a step-by-step guideline how to do it. Yeah. And that was in uh, conjunction with Kira yeah. as well. Which is great. That's, that's awesome. Let's, uh, let's quickly dive into the Alberta Youth Soccer League, the new league. I know we, we sort of talked a little bit earlier uh, with Matt about it, and uh, I know you can't elaborate too, too much, Matt, because it's still developmental and some things are still coming through. But, uh, you know, I mean, for all of us here, we're, we're all going through it. So what are our thoughts? What are, what are anybody's thoughts in regards to this uh, PDP, and I understand that the CSA will be the only ones to actually call it the PDP. Mm. Uh, all the other players that get involved with it will, in future, call it the Alberta Youth Soccer League. I think it's an exciting time, actually, because now hopefully we are going to see the best of the best playing. 
And again, it, it provides another pathway for those kids trying to get the post-secondary or ultimately going to our national team. So this is where our national team coaches are going to come in and start to scout the players are going to be within this realm. Yeah. So this is a fantastic exposure that we're uh, allowing these kids to experience. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great opportunity to advance this game in Canada as well. Yeah. And I mean, the level of coaches that are coming in to coach these kids is like second to none within the province. So I think it's an exciting time anyway. Yeah, I know we've touched on this a little bit before. I kind of think the PDP is more or less the cherry on top. I know it's coming in right now. So for those parents that are 06s, 07s, and 08s, that's all they're thinking of, right? But you rewind the clock back, or if you really fast forward to five years from now, right? Uh, The PDP is fantastic, but it is the cherry on top of the National Youth Club license of what we've qualified for, right? And what we're going to implement within our skill center and our programming and our staffing and just everything that we're going to do behind the scenes working with young players to build them up so when they get to the age of 14, they're ready for PDP. And PDP, I think, will look a, look, look a lot different in two, three, four years from now as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an exciting time for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's great that uh, Canada Soccer is establishing some standards across the board of the country. You know, I think they're, it's it's been a long time coming. They've obviously an, um, taken taken steps to say, hey, you know what, we need to be developing players. What do we need to do? And and they're moving forward with with the directive where they want to where they want to create standards within within the country. And I think it's great. I really do. Yeah, and I don't think I'll answer questions for Jordan because he's not on the line with us. But uh, I think the thoughts, the earlier questions of whether Rex would continue or not, I guess that will solely depend on the development of this league because I know it's going to extend to a U17 level, uh, which basically encompasses the Rex program at that age group, right? So um, I definitely think that we'll, we'll... well, well, we'll touch base with Jordan and see see where that comes. What are your thoughts, Matt, on the on the PDP and this whole development? It's you know moving forward is always moving forward. It's always a good thing for the most part, is it not? Yeah, but I think I think uh, I think Dan touched on it. Uh, you know, the, the the great thing is we're we're looking at the top there, but it's what's going on behind the scenes. It's what's going on uh, with these organizations, the standards that are put in place. I think. Those things definitely are at the forefront leading to this whole league and the environment the kids are going to be in and stuff like that. So I think just just the whole behind the scenes is, is really huge for me um, to to then where we get with the players because, again, I think um, Andy just said it a while ago, it's, it's some standards in there now that obviously parents can feel assured now that they're obviously you know, paying for a service with the organisation and that organization is doing everything within its power to keep excelling um whether it's on the administration whether it's, it's coaching whether uh, anything uh, that that you know that organization is, is doing its best to continue to strive and i don't think that's that's been there the last you know 10 12 years since i've been here because um, i've never had to uh, right it's uh, again when you look at changing behaviors and if I don't have to, and no one's got a problem with it, then I don't. But, you know, the moment you put standards in there, um, all of a sudden now it starts to tell who's really in this for the long term and who's in it for the right reasons and who's in it for the player. Again, which is the foundation of, of this game, because without any player, no matter where you go in this country, nothing exists. So, uh, ve- again, I so true. Great. So true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. It's the same thing with... Uh, no, I was gonna. I was gonna go. I was gonna be real offside there, but uh, it's a family program here, so I, I won't be. <laughs> hey, listen, we're gonna. We're actually gonna wrap things up, Matt. Fantastic having you on, mate. Really, Cheers, buddy. Really appreciate it. 
always a pleasure. Hopefully, I haven't talked to you rough, but um, yeah, no, no, I love it. I, again, I, 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 I love your organization. I'm a massive supporter. I have been for, for years, and I'm, I'm, I'm more than excited to, to see how you guys are continuously as an organization keep pushing. And uh, again, I think that um, I can't say any, any louder and any clearer than that. I think uh, keep doing what you're doing, and hopefully. Um, your, your membership can see the work you're putting in behind the scenes as well. So well, to all of you as well. I tell you, Matt, you keep that up. There's going to be some fries, orange <laughs> creams coming your way. Just <laughs> uh, uh, make it chicken, and we're good. Ah, there we go. So the next time Matt's in, we got to be doing lunch, and it's got to be chicken. And we're laughing. Everyone around the world knows me and chicken go hand in hand. <laughs> all right, appreciate well, it, buddy. Well, thanks for coming, Matt. Thanks, we Matt. are. We are, we'll let you go now. And, uh, you know, we'll let everybody go now. Uh, so, uh, thanks, Matt. D, always good. Dano. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Charles. Cheers. Chuckles. I just had to say chuckles. I haven't said chuckles once today. It's been six months. It later this six afternoon. Months. It's been six months. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, listen, thanks for listening. You uh, are listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Hey, and, and you know what? We'll be back and it'll be sooner than, you know, three months. Okay? We'll see you. Bye. You've been listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. 